Good morning, everyone. Welcome to You Scream, Ice Scream, where I talk about life and parenting with no sugarcoating. This week, I'm coming fresh off of Christmas and New Year holiday. And let me tell you, it is completely changed since I became a mother with some good and bad things. One thing I was shocked to experience was how out of routine you get with your baby and how it affects them. I'm sure every baby is different, but with um, my baby, the whole holiday experience was very tough on her. She does good, like, in the morning, but, like, afternoon events, it's a no-go, and she's crying and upset. So, just that whole thing and trying to travel and keep your sanity on top of everything else is very difficult. And they get tired and ready for a nap, and they don't want to take it because they're not home and there's a lot of noise and there's a lot of people and I'm not sure what I'm going to do next year but something's probably going to have to change because last night we went to a Christmas and we had two Christmases one in the morning one in the afternoon and we got home so let me rewind actually Ella slept extra long, so she slept like 12 hours, which she never does, but she did throw a fit between 3 and 4, and I got her back down, and she ended up sleeping about 12 hours, so she got up at 7, and we did our morning routine with her, and we had to leave at 11 for Christmas, then we had another one at 3. She was really good for the 11 Christmas, but the 3 p.m., she was good for about an hour, which I expected because it it was a lot, but she did not nap unless she napped in the car, which was very short, which shocked me that she stayed up that long. So she was essentially awake from 7 to about 5 o'clock, and then we drove home. Um, which was about an hour, so between like 4.30, 5 o'clock, she took a nap in the car, and then once we got home, she was screaming when I tried to put her to bed, and it was just a whole ordeal, and I think probably it was just her being overwhelmed, and I just was not, I would never expect that, um, going into the day. One thing that I found really cute and precious was her meeting her, I guess it would be second cousins, third cousins, their little babies too, and she just smiles and, you know, like, whoa, another little baby. And That was really sweet to see her meeting them and playing with them. At this age, her toys 
more of interest her at home than they do other places unless she's like completely obsessed i think her favorite toy oh i'm not sure what it's called but it's funny because it's the most simplest toy that there is it's like this stack of rings and they're all different colors and one has beads in it and it rattles that's her favorite one out of all of them Another thing that I was not expecting, when you're pre-parent, like when you get things for the holidays, gifts, and you get home, like they're normally easy, I guess, to put away, where with baby toys, I gotta get a huge toy box or something because I don't know where I'm gonna put all this and it looks like baby toys threw up all over my house. So that's pretty much my holiday update. It was really nice, like I said. However, there were some things that really surprised me. Other than I was sick last week, so I was not on. I My eyes, I had some type of sinus virus. I don't know. But I couldn't see anything. My eyes were just water and water and water. I really wanted to record last week. It just wasn't happening. So, sorry about that. So what I wanted to record last week was my New Year's promises slash goals for myself because I don't believe in resolutions and I have a weird take on New Year's. I really think that you can make goals and resolutions for yourself when it's not New Year's and I mean it is cute to see you know I made it another year how's my life changed you know so so on and so forth that is nice to reflect on but the new year holiday just I don't know for me the resolution type thing is just kind of silly because I like I said you can always make new goals for yourself every single day every single week you don't have to wait until new year's to do all these things which it astonishes me that some people you know it might be November or even before that and they'll say oh wait till New Year to start you know feeling better and that just is crazy to me so one promise I'm making to myself in this new year and I think a lot of this was survival mode from being pregnant to early stages of motherhood but I developed like a very very strong habit of eating out and I don't love cooking I'll be honest with you but I like to eat good food so for a while I didn't eat out and then when I became pregnant I was always hungry my third trimester and I just like I said I developed this Oh, easy food, easy food, easy food. And now I'm starting to break it, but it's still occurring like on stressful weeks where it's not only that it's not good for me, it's mostly because it makes me feel sick. My gut does not like stuff like that. It prefers gluten-free food and that stuff is not it 
ever since becoming a parent, a Crock-Pot has been my go-to tool for cooking, especially in the summer. So my plan is every week I'm going to cook two Crock-Pot meals big enough for a couple days and I'm going to do that like I said twice a week and for my lunches I think I'm gonna make myself some bento boxes I think that's what they're called I used to do really good with them I'm just not a huge lunch meat person so that's my problem when I work is I don't want that so I go and grab something else at some fast food restaurant or something which like I said always backfires on me another promise I made to myself is to not let myself be controlled by a family member's mess of a life I will not allow myself to be stressed out by this person and if this person wants to live in a mess there's nothing I can do about it and I'm naturally a helper type person if I can give you new ideas to get yourself out of a situation you know I'll give it to you because I don't want to see you struggle I don't that's just how I am however I have a family member that her life's just always in chaos and doesn't take any suggestions and it just gets very overwhelming because the chaos has became this person's whole personality and it's just so overwhelming and I think a lot of us have family members like that and it's difficult to deal with them and I'm just starting my journey with recognizing that this is an issue. It brings me down. It makes me feel bad. So how do I get myself kind of out of this or shut this chaos mind or what do I want to say? Chaos, toxicity, tornado down when I talk to this person because like I said, there's nothing I can do at this point. And this person really enjoys chaos. So some ideas that I've been giving myself is one, separate myself more from this person slash these issues because that will just alleviate a lot of stress. And then my other idea for it would be to set boundaries in our conversation and I guess I could just let this person vent a little bit and you know do something while they're venting to me but then I can just say okay let's talk about something else at this point because it's just too stressful for me and I I have said this and it did shut the conversation down My next promise, I know I preach about it, preach about it, preach about it, but it's because I struggle with it myself and it's to remind myself that life gives us challenges and we need to embrace them. And I really believe our society makes us think 
everything's supposed to be easy to click as a button. Instant, 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 instant. And I'm realizing growing and raising a baby, it's not like that. Sometimes you're sitting in the nursery for an half the day trying to get your baby to sleep and you're doing everything under the sun that's recommended to do so and sometimes it gets frustrating and you got to talk yourself through it and be like okay there's something you know my baby's either not tired my baby might be sick you know how do I figure this out and it's very very like I said it could be overwhelming and frustrating and I try at the end of those days to look back and be like, okay, wow, I did a really good job today. I got through all these challenges that life gave me and we're doing really, really good. My next promise to myself is I will do things that bring me joy. That kind of piggybacks off of my first promise to not be controlled by others um, issues so right now what I do that helps me feel a little bit more human versus being a mother is my number one most helpful is working on something that so like me going to work or me working on this podcast it makes me feel more than a mom and I am also halfway through my book. I've been writing it ever since I became a mother and I wrote all my struggles and it was it's basically my diary. And I'm a natural born writer. I can write something for pages and pages and pages and pages and pages. But if I talk about it, it's kind of more condensed. So I'm really excited to keep writing that and hopefully I I can publish it soon. I think it'll be very, very helpful to people who feel alone in certain struggles as being a parent you face. The next thing that makes me feel a little bit more like myself, it brings me joy is exercise and it just helps me look at my body as mine and I don't know how to explain this the best but once you become pregnant and have a baby you just see your body like morph and it's not (sighs) some people love it and some people don't at first, I didn't mind it being pregnant because I thought, okay, I'll, you know, bounce back after having the baby. And then after I had her, I would look at myself and be like, oh boy, you know, this is not what I was expecting to look like. I want to hide my body. I don't want to show it to anybody. Um, And that's what really got me out of doing a transformation fitness post because I don't and that's my own issue but I don't want anyone to look at my 
my body and think, oh my God, mine looks worse than that. And now that person feels bad. I don't, I don't want that. So, and I didn't want to share it anyway. So working out is therapeutic to my mind because I see myself getting stronger and it helps with my thinking. And I know that my body's probably not going to look the way it used to. And that's okay. That's okay. I'm not mad about that. Um, But I just want to see myself getting stronger in certain areas of my body as well as my mind. And my fitness journey, whatever you want to call it, um, I started a new program, I don't know, about a month ago, and I keep running into roadblocks, roadblock, roadblock, like getting sick or crazy work schedule and things just don't work out, and I just got to keep taking breaks, 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 breaks. However, I don't get upset about it, and someone did ask me, you know, what, how do I feel when I get sick and I have to take a week off or whatever? And I just look at it as my body is fighting some illness or whatever virus, and I gotta take some time to myself. It's using its energy, my body's energy, to fight this virus. I'm not gonna have energy to do this extra physical exercise and that's okay it is a little bit harder on my mental health when I have to take those breaks just because I don't get the oh I forgot what hormone is released when you work out let me google it real quick endorphins is what it's called according to (laughs) henryford.com so yeah Those are really nice to have, but there's other ways you can release those types. Like tickling your baby or something like that. So I reached out to most of you on Instagram and I was asking what your New Year's goals were. And a lot of people just want to be healthy. They want to eat healthier They want to save more money, adventure, be consistent with self-care and movement. And I just, I love seeing everybody, you know, wanting to better themselves. And that's awesome. So out of all the personal development books I've ever read, which is a million, because I was not taught a lot of things as a child you know help me get through life because my parents were so busy with all their children so one thing I learned I think it was from badass habits but there's like a when you have your goal you're gonna have to break down how you're gonna do it and how it fits into your life and one thing that I really really love is a planner because you can write down your goal at the top of the page or wherever your goals are in that book you can write like I said write it down and then each day break down how you're going to follow that goal and if you remember to use your planner and you remember to do the things on your list now don't give yourself 50 million things on your to-do list for the day I normally try to stick to five things to do 
and I will naturally add more in and I'll write them down at the end of the day so I feel really accomplished but yeah give yourself like five things to do and keep going and every day it'll just become a habit for you I want to wrap up this podcast just by saying I really appreciate you guys listening and giving me feedback. It's crazy to me that I'm even doing this and (laughs) so many of you listen in and I'm so thankful for you. So please, please, please like, share with a friend um, and review. (laughs) I really stumbled on that and I will talk to you next week.